The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. I can't with you. Welcome back to the TSF Entertainment channel. My name is Retro CG, and I'm joined by the first lady of TSFE. <laughs> Y'all probably wonder why I'm laughing, but she said something funny right before we uh, started recording, so I'm just trying to shake it off. I didn't anyway, say anything. I don't know what he's laughing at. <laughs> you said something. Um, anyway, I'm joined by the first lady of TSFE, Miss Really BTV in the building. What's, What's up? Good What's good? Nothing much chilling. All right, so we we at the end of the road here. We're at the end of the road. And we're I know. Go ahead, we'll go ahead and knock out episode seven, the best man, the final chapters. Things fall apart. Mm. Mm. And yeah, they are falling apart. Yeah, we got some things that we're going to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and hit you with the intro. And we'll be back to talk about it. Welcome back. So before we get into the episode breakdown, how are you feeling about it? Oh, I don't know. It goes up and down. This episode left me very confused. And I was very surprised to find out that we only have one more episode because I feel like I feel like they opened up a lot of stuff with this last episode. But we'll so, see. So that's what I was trying to tell you when I first started watching it. Unfortunately, I binged all of it in one weekend. And you were on a slow burn, so I couldn't talk to you about it. But that's why I felt like there's maybe room for a season two. Because I feel like yeah. there's some loose ends that aren't getting tied up. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into it and we'll talk about it. Uh, for me, this episode was a pretty good one. And um, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little worried about Quentin Shelby. I'm a little worried. I'm concerned. My favorite couple, uh, I'm I'm feeling like there's some heartbreak headed their way. I hope not. I hope everything be fine with Quentin, but uh, I think what the episode starts off with him in the hospital. He's in the hospital, and Harper and um, Robin, what's her name? Jordan. Where I get Robin from? Oh, Robin is his wife. Jordan. Yeah, Robin is uh, Harper's wife. Yeah. They're the only ones that show up to the hospital because they were actually together when they got the call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how Shelby was looking at them. Right. Yeah. Well, both of them, Shelby and um Quentin, were giving both of them the side eye, like, <laughs> uh, where y'all coming from? Especially because Jordan looked like she had a what, like some house clothes or like some. Yeah, she definitely had changed out of her. Clothes from the party, party. Mm-hmm. but 
Harvard still had his on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I remember that now. <laughs> You're right. Because they were looking at her like, mm, where were y'all at? Oh, y'all were in Brooklyn. Y'all came from Right, Brooklyn. right. It was like, sound like y'all had a very interesting evening. Yeah, y'all came straight here. Oh, and is it me or is it the morning after? It feels like it's the morning after. Especially based off of their reaction, it almost feels like it's the next day. Well, by the time he came home, the sun was out. That I remember. I remember when he came home, the sun was out because remember him and um, Robin and the daughter were up eating breakfast. Eating breakfast, that's right. I don't know how late he was out and how long he stayed at the hospital, but... I'm side eyeing too. Okay, what's going on, um, Jordan in Harper? What y'all got going on? <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, and Shelby even says, um, so like if if you know who was there, like, and they were like, oh, well, nobody showed up but us, and you know, we were just reading the reviews, and and again, you know, they were doing that. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, we were doing. Yeah, that's what we were doing. And like I said, Quentin and Shelby were giving them the side eye, like, okay, um. Quentin had a minor heart attack and the doctor is like, listen, you'll be fine. You just got to kind of lay off for about six weeks, you know, not drink, not smoke, no sex, no ex- exercise. And of course, Shelby was like, hold up, rewind. We can't do what? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, but she she didn't say like, well, this is a chronic thing. Your heart is bad. She was like, it was very mild. It was like a warning. And now we know to monitor it or what have you. So... Quentin is okay, kind of scared all of us because I just knew, I just knew Quentin was dead. I just knew Quentin was dead. So I was a little concerned about him too. Uh, uh, like I said, I think we've said this in previous reviews that uh, things were going so well for them out of air, all the other couples. Things were coming together so well for them. Like, okay, I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. Like, it's going too good. Right, and that's why I, I felt the same way. I was like, okay. They've been going along really well. Are they going to make their hiccup a major, major, major situation? I guess. And that's why I'm still a little bit worried because we've seen in the other marriages, in the other relationships with the rest of the friends, there has been some type of hiccup. Some of them have been more serious than others. Uh, but they have, I guess their hiccup would be uh, uh, Quentin's dad. And, you know, I don't know. They never did say what was wrong with his day. I don't know if he had dementia or or uh, early onset Alzheimer's or something like that. But there was some type of uh, medical condition that was going on with the father earlier on. And I thought that that was going to be their hiccup. But now I'm kind of leaning towards that, okay, how does a marriage survive losing a spouse? It's kind of similar to what happened with Lance and Mia. So I'm like, okay, we are going to get a revisit of this is what I was looking for. Um, they were while while Robin. Oh God, now you got me calling her Robin. Her name is Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> while Jordan and Harper were walking along and reading the reviews and everything, they had an interesting kind of conversation in regards to Demetrius, which she really didn't want to talk about him. So you know, is that safe to say that she's done with him? Well, yeah, they had a whole. Remember, he he rolled up on her at work and had coffee and stuff, and she basically told him, you know, our values are different, 
and he tried to get old. Have you looked at your 401k? You're probably investing in prisons and, you know, and, and she was like, yeah, but the difference you're making a choice. Like, you you know what you're doing. And he tried to right. give her the whole, well, I'm reinvested in my community and I'm making them better and I'm hiring good people. But it doesn't change the fact that um, you still invested in private prisons. And not only that, but he was an asshole towards Hopper at the review, at a the premiere. Asshole. Yeah, he was an mm-hmm. asshole and kind of almost embarrassed her, if you would. Um, with his behavior towards uh Harper at the premiere, so I feel like he's done for. Like, don't call me no more, don't text me no more, lose my number, don't come by my house no more. Done. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what she that's basically what she said. <laughs> uh old Terry Silver, get in the booth. Child. <laughs> at least this time he able, he was able to live and walk away. He was able to live and walk away. He didn't get folded right. up in the back of infinity. So you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and another thing that kind of gives me a little bit of concern is just like all the other shows that we watch, and we haven't really paid close attention to it with this series, but we do with others. But we, you know, the title of the show always kind of gives you a prelude to what the episode is going to be about. Mm-hmm. Things fall apart. So when I saw the episode title was Things Fall Apart, I'm like, okay, what's getting ready to happen? So there's several things that fell apart in this episode. And I think Demetrius and Jordan's pending potential relationship is one of them. Um, so Harper gets home and um, Robin is making breakfast. And, you know, he gives a quick update on Quentin's condition or whatever. And then she instantly starts talking about her, uh, what is it called, Uh, nomadic uh, dining experience that she's been invited to cook for in Ghana. Something like that, yeah, but it's in Ghana, yeah. Nomadic dining experience uh, for some type of Mindu experience or whatever she's been invited to cook for. And she's super excited about it, as she should. I mean, it's an opportunity for her to get out there, and she's going to the motherland. She's going to be cooking, and it's from farm to table, and she's going. She's so excited. And we learn that it's an opportunity for the whole family to go. Yeah, and I, I knew then. I knew. I knew then because Harper ain't look all that excited. Because remember when she said we, and he was like, "Wait, whoa, who said we?" And she was like, "Yeah, all of us." And he played it off, but I mm-hmm. don't think he was interested in going from the beginning. I think he he thought like I think he was supportive of her going, but I don't think he ever. I don't think he wanted to go. At least yeah, that's the I, and it's funny you should say that because I have a similar impression. My impression was he would perfectly been fine with her getting on a plane and going by herself. <laughs> and he exactly. stayed behind to do his thing. I don't think that he had intentions on packing up and going on with her. So I agree. Right. So even though he's excited for her, is exactly what it is. He's excited for her. This your this is your dream. This is your vision. This is your thing, not mine. And mm. but it really could have been a win-win for him because while she's cooking and, you know, doing the restaurant thing, this could have been a great space and time and opportunity for him to write, you know, undisturbed yeah. and, you know, 
just to take sit back and take in some of the ambience, but because things are kind of moving so fast with him with this movie and trying to produce a sequel or a spinoff mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, he's got tunnel vision now, but really this could have been a good opportunity for him. Should he have been interested in going? I agree. And I, I, I feel like he, you know, cause again, where there's a will, there's a way. And the one thing she says at the end, not to jump ahead, she said, I have given you years and all I asked for was a month. And she said like that, I was like, you know what? She's got a point. Like, I've been supporting you and your dream our entire career. And yes, he's been supporting her too. That's not what I'm saying. But she's like, I asked you for a month. Like one month. I'm not saying let's move here permanently. It's not a six month. It's four weeks. And you, you know, you say you have meetings and stuff, but in today's technology post-COVID, Let's get on a Zoom. You know what I mean? There's a we can do this a million different ways where I don't have to physically be there, so I could be here to support my wife. And I, she's not, you know. Do I agree with everything that Robin has done? No, but in this situation, I'm I don't think she's wrong to say, listen, this was one month, and and that's all I, 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 I that's what I wanted from you. Yeah, I mean that's like a summer vacation, really. Yeah, it could have been. You know, and it's, like you said, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like, I don't know. And I, probably I was, could have been kind of her inspiration for him for his book writing. Could have been yeah, some great inspiration been. for him. Yeah. But it's just that, you know, that was your thing, not my thing. I ain't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it really, I really feel like it boiled down to. Like, I ain't want to go. Yep. I ain't want to go. I ain't going. Right. Um, all right, so what's going on next? So down to the school, <laughs> uh, the kids have found um, Merch's um, videos from his MMA. And let me speak for somebody who is in the school, and I do YouTube. The kids will find you. I don't know how they found me, but they found me, and they will find you. So it ain't hard. Not They don't even have to be looking, but... You know, you just never know what people are going to come come across. And once one person finds it, that's it. So they found his videos. And then we also find out that their oldest daughter has been talking about um, the mom's research without really putting it in the right context. I mean, you can't blame the kid because I don't think the kid meant any harm. But, of course, parents hear drugs and experimental and you're doing your Ph.D. study on weed and people be like, you know, they just you know go crazy um, and so that's been an issue and of course she's still processing what happened to her t- too so she's not having a great day you know she things aren't going so she kind of blows up at merch blows up at her daughter and they're kind of like what do we do like what what happened but again it's just the, it was just that all of that at one time for her she's just kind of dealing with it um um quentin is dealing with his new reality shelby is suffocating him with good food and she sold his Cuban cigars and she's feeding him cauliflower and she's hired a chef to make vegan, you know, food. And, and he's just at a point now where he's like, listen, I don't want to live like this. Like, you know, I get it. Yes. We had a scare and I understand we were all scared, but I can't live like this. You know, he tried to have sex and she was checking his, checking his pulse. And he was like, I'm not doing this. And they got into a really bad argument I don't, I, I I understand what you're saying that you felt alarmed by it, but I don't. I just feel like it was a bad argument going nowhere. Quitting ass ain't going nowhere. 
That's yeah, and it's really it, it's really I, me being a stubborn person that I am and don't really like people to fuss over me much. I I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, you got to look at who it is who is coming from. It's coming from Shelby. Like this is not what we expect of Shelby's character to be nurturing and kind of the home caretaker type person. So it just speaks to how much she loves her husband and their life. And she she's just a little scared. And she probably did go a little bit exactly. overboard. Yeah, she's a little scared. And she's just trying to make sure she does everything she can to ensure that he's more healthier. And, you know, sometimes when we know that we need to make a change in our diets and health for health reasons or whatever, we fight that tooth and nail internally. But mm-hmm. then it comes from others. It becomes a, a war against you and them that, okay, yeah, listen, I know I need to make a lifestyle change, but I don't need to be constantly reminded that I need to make a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a slow burn. I just um, want the record to reflect that you admitted that you are stubborn. I just need the record to reflect. Strike that from the record. Nope. It's, 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 this, this is, it's here. I will always know that I can go back to the best man season one episode. What is this episode seven? And I don't even know what the mark is, but I'll find the minute mark. Not if I don't upload the video. Um, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> anyway, you are you're too much. Anyway, Kennedy comes in and um she I guess she has like a little fast food burger or something. Right. I'll buy you two burger bags for a bite of that burger. Right. Like, oh, and no, she was I'm like, gonna... no. He said, what are you talking about? Because mama offered me double whatever you were offering me. Right. So I about to get that. four burger bags. That's when you know your child. <laughs> they know their child. Cash rule everything around me. Cream get the money. Right. Uh, all right. So what's happening next? Um... Then so the, so this whole episode flashes back to the night of the premiere, but I think we already talked about the one flashback where they're reading the um, reviews, the reviews and stuff like that. So we see that after they left the bar, we see Harper and um, drink together. They at the carousel, um, and then we flash to Lance. Lance is we find out Lance is getting his number retired. Um, and he's bragging about the kids spending up all his money. And I don't know if that conversation triggered. I, I might have missed something. I don't know if he got an alert on his phone from his credit cards or that it triggered something because he was talking about his kids buying all these new clothes. And then next thing you know, we see him. He left abruptly and he's at the house cleaning out his son's closet. So I don't know if it triggered when he was talking about clothes or what. But he's cleaning out his son's closet. He's taking out all the feminine Close. I got I got a theory on that, but I think we missed the part where uh, Jordan is at her is a gynecologist. I'm assuming, or no? no actually, it was a gynecologist. It was her doctor checking on. So checking they, oh, on. did I skip ahead? My bad, because I'm I, my bad. Okay, go no, ahead. That's yeah. Okay, no, she was. It wasn't a gynecologist, but she was at the doctor. She was uh, checking on the migraines and the blindness. Yeah. Yes, and she also. Uh, told her at what well, asked her when was the last time she had a period, and then she was like, Uh, you're most likely pregnant. And she was like, Oh, no, I just thought it was premenopause or whatever the case may be. Okay, 
what was surprising to me is her reaction. Of course, it's the common denial, oh, I can't be pregnant. But to me, it seemed like, I don't think that Jordan being Jordan who it is, and we've said this about other things. It's just like her finding out that she was blind. We felt like her reaction wasn't true Jordan. I feel the same way about this whole pregnancy thing. I feel like she should have been adamant, vehemently, no way I can be pregnant. There's no way I can be pregnant. But she seemed to kind of conform to the idea of possibly being pregnant. How? <laughs> so does this mean that her and Harper actually did do something? Or well, we never in this episode. Well, in this episode, we never get a definitive answer um, right. about whether her and Harper slept together. But we definitely get the impression that her and Demetrius slept together because when she's talking to Shelby, Shelby says, "So is Demetrius the dad?" And she, I mean, for her, I don't know. I get the impression that they must have slept together. But again, that was after she broke up with Demetrius, and she didn't seem to be too concerned about her baby daddy that she just dismissed him. Like it just, I agree. She just seems to be taking it really in stride. This whole, you might be pregnant thing. I agree with that, that she's just taking it in stride. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, is it a, who's the daddy situation here? <laughs> is it going to be who's the daddy situation here? Like, is it Demetrius? Is it Harper? Who's the baby? <laughs> I don't think it's... I, she doesn't seem to be concerned, so I don't she know. She doesn't seem to be concerned at all, and I find that not genuine. I don't find that a, to be a genuine reaction for Jordan, for Jordan's character. I, I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't. I, I find that a little bit unplausible. To me, I feel like she would be not necessarily frantic, but extremely concerned about, one, her being pregnant, two, her career, three, who's the father? And all three of those things just kind of blow in, in and out her head and like it's non-consequential. We definitely still never got a clear answer. Yeah, but I kind of feel her though. I mean, you do keep showing up at her place unannounced uh, with coffee. Like at this point, is it a roofie or something in here? <laughs> like, you know, are you going to try to drag me back? And become your sex slave or something like you know what uh stop coming by my place because this is a little uncomfortable how you even know where i live <laughs> yeah i'm glad she kind of dismissed him because uh even though i don't feel like it i don't feel like this was this was written well and it's probably because it's one of those situations like i said early on that this was a storyline that we really didn't need if we were going to give Jordan a love interest, we should have did it with the guy that she met on the island. But this right here, this blast from the past that we have never seen or heard mentioned in any of the other previous movies or anything like that, they just wrote this storyline in, which I really wish they couldn't have did. Probably because of the actor. I don't too much care for the roles that uh, Terry Silver, I'm going to forever call him that, uh, plays. He usually plays this sideline creep of a type of guy but um i don't know to me it's like they really didn't explain well enough for me to say that he's a bad guy because he's invested in private prisons or whatever the case may be i get the whole premise of why she's upset 
because of it, but at the end of the day, he's a businessman. And sometimes business ain't always clean. I mean, look what she had to do at the network with the uh, the uh, the black lady that was hosting the show. She had to ultimately end up firing the lady because, you know, she didn't do well with the ratings. And she didn't do good with the focus groups or whatever. So, I mean, essentially, she's the bad guy for firing a fellow black lady. So, sometimes business ain't always cut and dry and clean. Sometimes we have to do things that, uh, you know, may not look good to the public eye, but we got to do what's in the best interest of business. I agree. Um, now, going back to your thoughts on Lance and this whole uh, notification thing, I do feel like because he mentioned it, because he mentioned the topic of the kids about up clothes like crazy, it leads me to believe that prior to, he had never really paid attention to his credit card statements and what they're buying until here recently. And... Um, I think that, you know, they're rich. So he probably has a CPA that, you know, looks at his books every month or whatever the case may be. So I don't necessarily think that he was the ever the type of person that would get instant notifications every time there's a, a transaction that's done on his account. But maybe what it was was that, you know, so much clothing have been purchased from a female store and he knew that he was getting ready to take Faith shopping. So he knew that it wasn't her that was doing the shopping, maybe he kind of put two and two together that this is Lance, uh, LJ out here buying up more female clothes. That's the impression that I got, what I thought. Yeah, honestly, I kind of feel the same way. I'm just kind of like, I don't know what triggered it, but whatever it was, he went home and he cleaned out the baby's closet. And told uh, LJ that everything was going to Goodwill or charity or he was getting ready to donate it. And whatever he was like, no, these are my things, and he wasn't too thrilled about that. I mean, I don't know. This I don't I don't really want to speak too much on that whole situation because this is a very tough situation, and it's a tough situation for him because he's very uh the macho type of guy, and we see that he is trying to deal with it, but he doesn't know how to deal with it, and he's not seeking any type of support. I don't know if this situation is worthy for counseling. I don't know. I've, I haven't been a parent and has something that affects me to my core in regards to my child. But um, I just I just don't know if he was best equipped to deal with the situation. Uh, but I do think it's wrong, regardless of what your personal beliefs are. I do think it's wrong for you to go in and basically throw out his things because you don't like the decision that's been made. So I think there's going to be some serious consequences behind throwing out those things. Well, also the argument that they had was really bad too. Um, I kind of gave Lance kudos last episode about how he was handling it, even though he didn't understand it. And then this episode, he kind of went in a total opposite direction and was kind of like, you know, scorched earth. And I was like, I was giving you kudos about how you handled it, but now you kind of went in the in the opposite direction, and I kind of had to take it back a little bit. Um, I I feel like I feel like Lance 
You know, I don't. Great. I agree. The way he handled it is going to be some serious repercussions. And honestly, at the end of that argument and the way the son left, I really thought that I, I, I kind of thought that the son was going to be like, I'm out, you know, F you and I'm out of here. You know, I really kind of thought that's where the son was going with it. Um, and again, not to jump ahead, but we do find out later on the son is he didn't come home and he's kind of missing his car, you know, so, um, LJ is somewhere and he didn't come home. Um, and he even said to his father at the end of the argument, sometimes I wish, and he was like, finish your thought. And he said, sometimes I wish it was you instead of mom. And I know that hurt. Mm -hmm. And with that comment being made, I just, uh, my mind started racing. My mind started racing about is this a situation where somebody's going to unlive someone? Is this situation or themselves? Or themselves? The yes. Thought, the first thing I thought was that LJ was going to go unalive himself. Yep. That's what I thought. You know? Um, and so that's, unfortunately, that's kind of where that ended. It was a nasty argument and, and that's kind of where it ended. Um, what happened next? I'm all, we kind of all over the... <laughs> But um oh merch is it no Kate is, is working on her paper and she gets an alert that the her the professor, her the doctor, the guy that um assaulted her, he's getting an honorary doctorate. And so she was like, So while I'm getting I'm dealing with the trauma of what he did to me, he's getting kudos, he's being recognized. And so she starts typing up a letter to the editor and she's going to expose him. Mm -hmm. um, and what she's typing, I hope I'm not jumping too far ahead. I feel like I'm jumping. No, ahead. go ahead. You're good. But while she's typing the letter, her daughter's showing her the video of the dad. Um, yep. Oh, no, I am going ahead. I am. Rewind, rewind. You rewind, are. Rewind. But we can go back. We can go back to that because we kind of already touched on it a little bit, but we can go back to Robert and, and, and Harper. Can because, you hear me? Yeah. Check your mic. Can you hear me? You sound far away. Can you hear me? You sound far away. What about now? No, you still. It might be me. I don't know, but you sound far away all of a sudden. Spirit, I didn't do anything. Maybe it's me. Go ahead and keep talking. I'm just gonna switch mics. Um. What was I talking about? Oh, um. What about, what about now? Nothing. I can hear you, but it's just you sound very far away. But it could be, like I said, it could be me. You know, I'm the one having problems. It could be me. Um we see another throwback. Yeah, I think he was getting ready to talk about um, merch in the video in the paper. Yeah, but we skipped some stuff before I get to there. Um, we yeah. see the throwback of Jordan and Harper. They done made it back to her apartment. Again, it's the throwback from the premiere party. And, you know, they're sitting around again. They're talking. And you're like, okay, now we're we're seeing that they, they done went from the park. Now they're at her apartment and they're talking and they're reminiscing. And that's always a bad idea when they get to reminiscing on old times. They playing all the throwback music and all that good stuff. Um, 
we see they had like these balls with their dreams in them and she pulls them out. It's like rubber band balls. And, um, you know, they open them up again. They're reading about their dreams and what it like. They're like a vision board kind of thing, like a um, time time capsule, I should say, of their their dreams and their thoughts uh, for the future. Um, again, we just see them, just see them connecting. We see them connecting. Um, and then we flash back to Harper and Robin arguing and him telling her that she, he, he keeps moving further and further away from this Africa thing. You know, one minute it's, um, going to Africa. Then it's, well, I'm not sure what are the dates. Then it's, well, let me, let me check my dates against your dates. And now it's, well, I might be able to come for a couple of days. And she was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. And mm-hmm. she told him, like, I'm done. And he was like, what do you mean you're done? She was like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. I, you know, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I asked you for one month. And you can't even give me that. And it sounds to me very definitive, like, I'm done. I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. Um. And that's when he gets the text message from the guy saying Merch needs us. You know, it's an emergency. And so he runs off. That's when they find out Merch is doing the MMA. At the same time, Candace gets the um, the daughter show Candace that he's live, you know, getting ready for his match. Um, Candace takes off to go see what's going on with her man. Mm -hmm. Say something now. Um. Why hasn't she told her husband about the doctor yet? I mean, I can't I speak. I mean, I, I gave I, you I, all the reasons last week, so I don't know. I can't speak. I don't know. But those were understandable and those were valid reasons right then in that moment. I get it. I get why she probably didn't feel comfortable with telling him that she was still processing. But at this point, she's writing a letter to expose him about what's going on and she still hasn't had a conversation with her husband about this that to me i feel like if this is what you want to do if you want to if you want to expose this creep and you want to put him on blast it's time for you to sit down and have that conversation with your husband before he reads about this in the paper now i I agree i agree she should have told him but i mean they had a whole come to jesus moment at the end of the episode because he didn't tell yeah. her about the MMA, you know. So That's they kinda, true. I mean, I think they were just, you know, going through what they were going through, you know, didn't want to lay their burdens on each other kind of thing. Oh, uh, I guess. I guess. And the whole MMA thing, I get it. But that's not as serious as someone potentially almost sexually assaulting you. That's kind of high up there on I need to talk to my husband about this, <laughs> you know, before some stuff go left. To and... But to be honest with you, a lot of people hold on to that forever. They never tell anybody. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Especially you know, when that's it's why, the that's artwork the that's been involved. involved. Why yes. Why didn't they tell something? Why they wait 10 years? A lot of times people hold on for whatever reasons they hold on. Yeah, you're right. 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 If she can write a whole letter exposing him, then yeah, she needs he needs to she needs to tell him. Like I agree with you on that. Yeah, because this can go way left, way left. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Doesn't uh, Lance's daughter try to have a conversation with him too in regards to LJ? Like, you know, yeah. dad? Or does she? Or is that when she comes and tells him that he didn't come home? Yeah, she told him he didn't come home. Okay, okay. I knew she was having a conversation with him, but I couldn't remember what they actually talked about. But yeah, she told him that he didn't come home. And, you know, Lance at first didn't seem to be too overly concerned about it. Just probably thought he was upset, blowing off some steam, staying with a friend or whatever the case may be. But later on, he begins to get a little worried about, you know, what could have happened or what has happened. Yeah. I don't know. You still sound far away, but like I said, it might be me. I don't know. I don't know, uh, B. I've changed all my mics and I haven't changed anything with my setup. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, 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 I mean, I can still hear you. It just you just sound like you're far away from your microphone, but I can still hear you. So it's you know, anyway. Um, can you hear so, me now? <laughs> can yeah, I can. Again, you, you just sound the same. It sounds like it's, it sounds like your microphone isn't connected. I've changed to two different mics. <laughs> two different mics. Oh, I believe you. I, I believe you. I'm just telling you what it sounds like on my end. But again, I'm the one that's having problems with StreamYard. It's probably me. So um, so Candace shows up. And of course, at first, she's afraid. She's scared. And then she gets into it. And she's like, mm-hmm. you know, whoop his ass. <laughs> Which is probably not the, that's not the response that Merch was expecting. He wins the match and she's actually like happy for him. And he, he, his first, his reaction was like fear. It looked like at first, like, oh shit, you know. And then he was, you know, she was like, you know, I'm proud of you. Like, well, why didn't you tell me? And later on that night when they get home, that's when she tells him about the doctor. And of course, mm-hmm. he's ready to go whoop, whoop his ass as should be to be expected. Um, Then we get another flashback of uh, Jordan and Harper, and we see that they actually did kiss. Yeah. They actually did yeah. kiss. Yep. But they got the phone call. I'm assuming that was the phone call because he had Jordan's phone because he had taken Jordan's phone because Demetrius kept calling or whatever. And he had to call when Shelby, his phone when Shelby called. And Shelby was like, Harper, like, what are you doing answering, you know, Jordan's phone? So I'm assuming that was the phone call to let them know that yep. Quentin was in the hospital. Um, but again, all we saw was them kissing. We saw him lowering her zipper on her, her, you know, on her jacket. But that's where that ended. So we don't have a definitive answer about whether they slept together or not. I think it's one of those situations where, just like in the past and previous uh, situations, they got interrupted. Yeah. Before anything could go further. And maybe that's why Jordan isn't worried about her being pregnant. Because if she didn't sleep with Demetrius and she didn't sleep with um, Hopper, maybe that's why she's not really worried about being pregnant. Because, I mean, no, maybe, no, it's the other way around. So you're right. Maybe she's not worried about being pregnant by Harper because she knew they haven't slept together. But for sure, she slept with Demetrius, I feel like New Year's Eve, when she invited him to stay the night. I feel like they. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like if anything, she's got a peace of mind that it ain't Harper, but potentially could be uh, Demetrius. Excuse me. That's right. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Harper comes home from the MMA match, and Merch. he's trying to talk to, huh? Oh, that's right. Because uh, Harper goes down to the uh, match with um, yeah. Candice. And so Harper goes home and he's trying to talk to Robin again. And that, you know, Robin sounds like her mind is pretty made up. And then he gets another text message and Robin is like, really the phone again. And he was like, no, um, LJ is missing. And Lance wants everybody over at the house. So that's kind of where the episode ended. Um, did we miss? I feel like we were all over the place with this review, but cause I don't have any notes. I'm just kind of all over the place, but did we miss anything major that you think? I don't think so. Only thing I feel like we could, uh, we no. I think we covered everything because I think at that point, I think Quentin was probably trying to have a conversation with Harper about things at the uh, match, but I think you know everybody was so distracted by what was going on with merch that you know we really didn't get too much substance from where that conversation was getting ready to go. I do feel like that Robin in Harper is headed for divorce court. Um, and I don't think it's a situation where they don't love each other. I think they just have grown apart and they, they have two different agendas right now. And I just think they have different priorities. Yeah. They have like, different priorities. Like they said when they were in therapy, Harper is looking to be that guy. He, he wants the, the superstar career. He wants to be a Pulitzer Prize winning writer. He, you know, I mean, he has an opportunity for a sequel to a movie. Like, I mean, he wants all those things, and she would be. I mean, remember in the first episode, she wanted to live on the island, cooking local food, farm the table. She would have been happy with that, living in a modest house on whatever that island was. Where they remember, she wanted to move to the island, so she she she's not interested in any of those things. She didn't want to move out of Harlem. She was fine with their brownstone in Harlem. She didn't want a bigger house and a better neighborhood. She didn't care about any of that. They have and it's and nobody's wrong in that. They just have different values. And so the priorities are going to always com conflict because they're not on the same page. Yeah, so uh didn't um didn't Lance get a phone call about a body or something that they found? And he thought it was Yeah, but he went down there and it wasn't LJ. I think it wasn't in his car. Was there, but yes. he, but he wasn't there, and they, they're going to keep investigating it. So it wasn't LJ, but LJ's still missing. Yes. And remember, and he then, asked Clinton. He was like, "You sure he's not with Kennedy?" And he was like, "No, he's not with Kennedy." And um, as far as Jordan and Harper, I I take that back because going back to the you know cheating thing, and they may not have fallen out of love. I mean, if they had not have gotten that phone call about Quentin. They were getting ready to go completely across the line. I mean, that kiss was oh, yeah. going to just end there at a kiss. So I, I I stand corrected on that. I do believe that they were going to be at a point where they were going to cross that line uh, that they've been trying to cross so many times since he's been involved with Robin. So uh, I take that back. So, again, my predictions, 
Hopper and Jordan, they're headed to the voice. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And remember, that was um, that was actually where that conversation was getting ready to go before they got interrupted. The conversation was actually getting ready to go. Uh, Robin was asking, "Who were you with that night yep. that Quentin had his heart attack? Like, who were you with? Because if Quentin and Shelby were at the hospital." Like who who were you with? And they were saved by the he was saved by the text because that was about to be ugly. That's yeah. Another, he ain't come home till the sun came up. He ain't come home till the sun came up. So if it hadn't been for what happened with Quinn, you're right. That was getting ready to be a big fight. All right, guys. That's gonna wrap it up this week. We got one more episode and we're one done. More. But come on back. Come on back. Let's go ahead and get caught up on Bel Air. Let's go on and get caught up on Bel Air. Come on back this week because we're going to do our season one recap and what to expect for season two. We're going to probably try to get that joint out to you guys on maybe Wednesday. Hopefully, we can get this out to you on Wednesday. Y'all come on back. We got one more episode to do with Best Man. We're going to try to go ahead and get that knocked out maybe the end of the part of this week. But we got to get geared up for Bel Air. I'm ready. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. Definitely I'm excited to see how this is going to go out with Bel Air. I, I am. I definitely am. I am here for it. All right, guys. As always, we appreciate you guys coming and chilling with us. Y'all make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys later on this week. All right. Peace. Peace.